0: As-salamu wa rahmatullahi wa wabarakatuh. My name is Noor. My name is Noor. And together we are
1: Lighthearted Dads. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Lighthearted Dads. How are you doing bro? Alhamdulillah I'm good. I'm feeling good. Do you know why? Why? Tell me. It's been a good start to the season. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. We're two out of two, right? Yep, that's right. Two out of two. Uh, we're not sure when this
0: is coming out. It might be three out of three, hopefully.
1: Yeah, yeah. hopefully, inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. So I see you wearing the um, the T-shirt today. Yeah, I'm repping today. Inshallah. So am I, bro? Yeah, inshallah. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's
0: good. Do you know what's been really good about it, though? I've been going around wearing this for a few days, yeah? I like mean, yeah. different days. And um, everybody says, oh, what's this? So yesterday, I went to uh, opticians uh, with my kids. Hopefully, you're
1: not wearing it every day,
0: bro. No, 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 no. Trust me, my wardrobe <laughs> so. is full of the same ones I wear every day. <laughs> Just change it around. A bit of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, some of those, uh, see, always the tech giants. What is it? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg and uh, I think it's uh, Bill Gates. You know, they were saying that they wear the same clothes every day, meaning they've got the same type of same type of clothes. Yeah. They don't wear the same one every day, but it's like the same thing. You
1: don't have to justify yourself. No, no, no. I've (laughs) got
0: to go a bit further and clarify that one. But um, also, and do you know the reason why they wear the same clothes every day though? Why? Because um, the studies that show that, you know, every morning to make a decision of what clothes to wear, takes a certain amount of brain power. Yeah, wow. So if you now take that away By saying I've got the same exact clothes I'm going to wear every day You just wake up in the morning Boom Put it on You're out So you've not wasted that brain power Otherwise we well, think about it You know when you see Sometimes uh, I'm sure you might see it from your wife Or other people who may have Females But then again I don't know These days men are the same I think um, But they take forever I, just I to am one of
1: those I'm not going to
0: lie take forever to get ready in the morning Yeah
1: Nah I, I don't take forever or to wait, get to ready To choose To choose Yeah I literally have So many different styles uh bro. One day you see me in looking like a fifteen-year-old. Next minute you see me looking like a twenty-year-old, and then a granddad, then a um, you know a professional. How do you rep a
0: fifteen-year-old with a white?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, you know, like hoodie and trackies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, um, you know, I, I just yeah go and carry on, bro.
0: Yeah, no, no. I, I can see. I'm. You. You're the kind of guy who likes to color code and match and everything in it. I'm just off key.
1: Yeah, no, alhamdulillah, man. don't have to worry about what you, what you wear. You're a five or six. Yeah, no, got, what, I've retired, wear? yeah. <laughs> I've retired. <laughs> who who else do you need to impress? Guess,
0: yeah. No, the wife's happy, so it's fine, isn't it? Alhamdulillah. It's exactly, what matters, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but mashallah, you're, you're still uh, pleasing the wife, yeah?
1: I'm still pleasing her, yeah. yeah make
0: yeah, sure yeah. you look, appearing right. Yeah,
1: nah, yeah, yeah. you know what? Saying that, that's a very good um, conversation to have, actually. Uh, inshallah, we should pick that. Looking good for your wife. Hmm. And it's important now you, now we're talking in that discussion um why not we we, we can talk about it if you're if you want to talk about yeah, it yeah no of course. um i i remember my wife telling me uh the other day, um I remember seeing you years ago, and you was always uh dressed really well <laughs> um only recently, like you don't let it go you've let it go completely <laughs> and um and I just thought to myself, hang on, I have actually. How so,
0: man? You always look, dressed nice every time I see you. What's going on? Nah. Unless you dress for the boys, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, I I have actually let go. Because um, my wife's telling me like, uh, years ago, uh, um, you know, we, was, we didn't know each other years ago, but we we through family we used to see each other and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she used to say like, you know, you used to dress well. Um, and, you know, you had different dress sense for different occasions and now you're just not bothered um i've put on a bit of weight um and all all that stuff and she just said you just don't look after yourself anymore and i felt so bad i just said you know what i don't actually make an effort for my wife does
0: she make an effort for you
1: she does alhamdulillah she does she the thing about her is she don't look the typical bengali if that makes sense i don't Mm. know if there's if it's a bad thing or anything what is a typical bengali you know um uh, she she looks like, you, you think she's Turkish. Okay, right. Or you think she's Pakistani or mm, mm. Afghan or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You probably won't look at her and say, oh, she's definitely Bengali. Mm. Doesn't make sense. I remember going to Turkey with her and then the Turks thought like, I was with one of theirs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just weird. Um, so, alhamdulillah, she's one of those uh, women that wears anything and looks good, mashallah. <laughs> right. Um But I just, me on the other hand, um i just noticed in the last year or so i've just given up man i've just wear anything and everything and not worried about looking good Was maybe because i stopped caring about society caring about impressing um looking good because I, I i just don't care
0: you know you said last year or so you've given up yeah does that kind of coincide with you having a son or do you think that had an impact on it
1: you know what i never thought of that actually um maybe because yeah as i had a son it was COVID. um always at home eating Mm. i just wore comfort clothes didn't Mm. realize i was putting on weight bang the next minute you know my i have a collection of blazers they don't fit Mm. i've got a collection of jeans or trousers they don't fit got t-shirts and shirts they're busting Does it make sense? I can resonate, don't worry. (laughs) So um, I think it's one of those where um, I just thought, hang on, I just need to look after my weight now, go back into the size I was, and then I could possibly uh, start wearing the clothes I used to wear back in the days. Mm. Um, But the wife said it in a very nice way. And I, I just felt so bad. I thought, you know what? I'm going to make an effort Inshallah. Even if it doesn't fit I'm going to wear it And motiv- for it to motivate me to lose mashallah. Yeah
0: You've tapped on two things You're talking about health, fitness And general well-being Alongside with actually Being presentable and looking well um, mm-hmm. And you know Even from the example of Prophet ﷺ You know He always talked about looking good Now he's not somebody who Necessarily had the best of clothing And, and the m- most amount of wealth But He would make an effort so that means groom. for example basics groom yourself you know you yeah. got your beard you can comb your beard try not to look disheveled in that sense you know if you've got your clothing iron your clothing you know these are the basic doesn't have to be the most trendiest of clothes but you know those small things make the biggest of effort because sometimes you can say you look just look scruffy um because again you've just let everything grow you've not kind of uh, neaten yourself up a bit your hair's all over the place you know you know your, your mustache is kind of become a you know living animal on your lips yeah that kind of stuff so you know some just looking after yourself those basic things they're they're quite important um and you kind of hit the nail on the head which is um i think is a common thing that most fathers would relate to most men would relate to um that you know literally once they get married then it's just that everything starts going downhill because um that's it really because you're thinking okay right you've got your wife as long as she's happy with you everything's all right but the the thing is, is 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 everything all right? Maybe like I said,
1: yeah. Uh, but why is that? I've noticed a lot of people just—it's not just sisters; it's brothers as well. Just let go. I think, like I'm, I'm a victim of that. Does it make sense? Like I've done the same thing.
0: Do you know are Some of the things that you know, once for example, if you once you're married, or you know, okay, you're married, you're trying to obviously be an eligible, you know, uh, eligible kind of bachelor somebody who's uh, you know presentable you know, to kind of get someone to get married to. Once you're married, in the initial stages as well, you're still kind of getting to know each other. So you're still going to try and make your effort and look the best. But then what comes is a period of comfortability where now we're just comfortable with each other. That's just my perception and my take on it. I don't think there's anything specific. There might be some science, some studies out there regarding this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel that's what it boils down to, that, You've got comfortable now. And because once you're comfortable, that's it. You're going to relax. So just before, for example, before marriage, you're at home. You're going to go home. You're not, you've got no one to impress. It, you'll be in your loungewear. You'll do whatever. You'll be just, you know, you, you, can, you can be free in it. Just literally um, free.
1: Does that lead to marriage issues?
0: I think it does. It can do, sorry. Not that it's always it does, but it can do. Because, you know, in society, when you go out there, everybody, when you go outside, you're dressing to impress. Or you're dressing good and you're looking good when you're going out. But maybe when you're at home, you're not looking the best. Um, and like I said, you go outside, you see so many different people. And what can happen is, you know, this is where people can start, in you know, that the eyes start drifting. You know, this is where the importance of yeah. lowering your gaze and all of those things. But, you know, when you hold yourself up to a different standard. Example, like, for example, uh, especially for mothers. And I think mothers suffer a lot from this. That they get pregnant, they have a child. They put on baby fat. What is now changed isn't it oh. you're left with the uh, stretch marks and so many other things um and you know those things have an impact on body image and body shape and it can also have an impact on confidence or, 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 of of a, of a woman as well because it's to do with body and, and and so forth now what can happen is uh for men especially if they're not lowering the gaze and they're in certain environments where they're engaging with so many other people mixed gender environments then what starts happening is you're seeing somebody else who's looking in a better shape better figure and then basically this starts causing problems oh. and also uh what can happen is um you know like you know i'll give you an example another example you know when you when people have got the people who model you know like you, you got clothes shopping they might be a model might be you know wearing some sort of you know uh kind of cultural attire sari kameez whatever it could be whatever other clothing yeah even abayas and so forth but a lot of the times you know if you look at it is um the model in itself people when people purchase or get something sometimes it's the model that's selling the item and it's not necessarily the item in itself yeah because you're thinking oh it's going to look good and it's on, on this specific individual oh. and then when they wear it, it ends up being something different and it doesn't fit the same and all of those things start having an impact so i'm turning from a father's perspective and i know of many cases where these things start happening where because people haven't looked after themselves you know and people start eyes going wayward and, and they're in certain situations and then next thing you know you know Big things have happened And uh, it causes marriage breakdowns So I'm just showing the trajectory That you could possibly go to Based on how you are And looking after yourself Saying that There are many people Who are nice, round and jolly And uh, <laughs> who, um, who who don't necessarily go through that So I think it's also a mindset as well Sometimes mm. um,
1: Do you think I'm just speaking out loud here That there is less pressure on men than it is on women about weight after they've given birth or um, they've got married is there less pressure on uh, men looking good than women?
0: I don't know I possibly
1: I think I think uh, it the, it is you know because. I do I, I don't know if you guys know But I actually do Matchmaking Yeah you mentioned um, And alhamdulillah I've got good success rate uh, And may Allah Keep it going inshallah um, mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> a couple of guys I'm actually doing um, Some consultation work with Like on a one to one level um, I asked I showed Him a picture Of a potential that Who said yes to him Basically mm-hmm. I def- he said to me, "Masha'allah, she looks very good. Um, mm. I don't mind." I said, "When you say I don't mind like but. that, there's a but." Yeah, exactly. I said to him, "What is I don't mind? What, what's holding you back?" Well, like, he said to me, "I start mm. funny." He said to me, "I'm scared that she'll put on weight after she gets baby. She looks that tight mm. because she was." Like, a round face, but not chubby or anything like that. He said, Yeah, I'm scared she won't, she'll put on weight after she has a kid and she will lose it. And I just, I just, I, I was shocked. I, I didn't know what to say. So I was like, Yeah, okay, fine. This one's not for you. I don't wanna give, I don't wanna make it hard for this poor girl. Does not mm. make sense? Mm. Like, I don't want that. I, 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 as soon as I heard his requirement or his thing, I just said straight away, nah, I'm not going to let this girl go through this. Mm. Even if she does put on weight or doesn't put on weight, I'm not going to let her go through it. I said, look, it's best that, you know, um, we'll find you someone really skinny and then we can work from there or something like that. That's one of your criterias. But I just think the mindset of the brothers. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. I, that is that in itself, I think, is quite very negative and, and it's not healthy at all. Because nah. you're going to look at it, no matter what kind of skinny person you get or not, um, through the period of pregnancy, a woman's body will change yeah. And now uh, she's, you know, uh, th- it's something that's irreversible as well A lot of it, for example, stretch marks sometimes Again, they might not, th- they don't go a lot of the time Especially if you have numerous children You know, imagine now there's complications And you have caesareans, you know, all of this thing, they're going to live scarring yeah. it's, it's not something that's going to be without anything So, and but that's that's our purpose Allah created men and women uh, Men and women, yeah and they created the bodies in a way they, they, So they uh, um, um, kind of reproduce And continue with next generation So this is actually the life cycle you're going to go through Now if you're looking at a woman In that way, oh she's always got to look good And all of those kind of things Then I just feel this, you know the, the, That's a mindset in a man that needs to change Because, you know, there's one thing about beauty You know, if it goes back to the hadith of the Prophet <laughs> You know, where he talks about um, the reasons Why a person, man marries a woman oh. So he based you on, on wealth Lineage On beauty Status yeah? Yeah, yeah. Status on those things yeah. Now But with the Prophet He said The best thing That you choose for Is based on The person's deen oh. Based on their iman Because That's something That's everlasting Remember as well The mother Where is the woman Going to be She'll become your wife She'll be the mother Of your children That's usually The primary educator Of the next generation Of believers Now that should be Your focus Yeah And you know, we, we understand, you know, in relations, that's why he said that, you know, there's often things that is really love before marriage. Yeah, love is something that happens in a journey that you spend together within an environment, within a, a a relationship that is halal, that Allah has put blessing and barakah within it. Um and that's why that when that journey grows and the love then grows, then these looks are just they're superficial because what does that mean? That means are you not gonna grow old. That that woman's gonna grow old, she's gonna get grey hair. If you're going to get wrinkly. What are you going to do then? I'll oh, get another wife. Get another like 20-year-old or something when you're 70. And you know, that what's going to keep on happening. Um, so I just think that that mindset in itself is problematic.
1: Oh. So how do you change that? A lot
0: of it's got to be... You know, it is, it's, it's education. Yeah, that's all I can think of is to change somebody's mind. But a lot of it is also within. Look, I'm not saying, oh, you're gonna just because of dean that's sufficient. Obviously, naturally, you're still gonna want someone who is appealing yeah, to look at all what? of those things. Like,
1: sorry to interrupt you, uh, Nuli yeah, but I just find it so hard nowadays to judge a man's and a woman's dean level. It's so hard to um, like justify. You know, uh, alhamdulillah, like uh, these hadith and religious um sayings mm. alhamdulillah like it's not it, it hasn't been proven wrong it, it has uh so many benefits from all of these uh hadith that we learn from right um it's just the fact that today 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 to to today's um reality, I don't think we're in a position to judge or to. Uh, be able
0: You're talking more about Assessing somebody's Dean level Not necessarily ah. judge Because judge means You're making a decision uh, I, I don't yeah, know Sorry I, uh, maybe, Not judge Assess Assess you know, yeah. I, yeah. I understand and, and with that I agree as well Yeah that I agree that
1: Like you know We're very quick To say I know the status of this person mm. I know the wealth of this person I know the uh, health of this person uh, Or the beauty I could was parent mm. But Dean is Like Apart from someone saying, "Oh, I see this brother in the masjid," or "I see this brother doing this work," or mm. I actually don't know this brother at all. Mm. Um, and you know, a lot of people, this uh, the world we live in. Um, a lot of conversation comes out saying, "Don't judge me," <laughs> Oh, "You don't know what I do." Only God oh, can judge Oh, you know me. what? You know what? I do a lot. Oh, I, I, oh my! You know what? Everyone's humble now. Uh, one of those things where um, I don't show my, uh, the things I do, everything is hidden. Do you know what I mean? It's so hard to judge, not judge, sorry, assess Dean. See,
0: there's, there's two points in. I've got to address go the second on. one before I go to the first one, yeah? Remind me because i got memory of a goldfish. <laughs> okay. okay, go on. <laughs> um, Which is, you know, when you talk about this whole concept of, oh, uh, only God can judge me and all of those things. Now, no, that's that's rough. that's actually wrong. Yeah. yeah. Because what it is, is there are many things that are apparent And based on the apparent Yes, you make judgment They're hidden No one's making the judgment upon And those things Now, for example If you're a person Who, based on the apparent Doesn't pay salah And you can see that Because you may be out and about With a person The whole day is gone They're not praying salah You can make a judgment On that person Does that person pray? They don't Yeah? yeah. Especially for a man Okay, women can go for menstruation And reasons for, for not praying For a man it's, it's quite clear as daylight Imagine you're out right with, with a brother And the whole day He doesn't pray yeah so it's quite clear that you know there's something there's an issue there or for example it's not fasting or many other things that are in the apparent now if you're going out and you're socializing and you're mixing with girls and you're going up to not getting up to no good i can judge you on that of course i can nothing to do with your heart because your action is out there because the hadith makes it clear he says if it says if you see your wrong action then you what stop it stop it with your what hands hands if you can't do that then you what
1: this mouth, your mouth yeah. yeah,
0: and if you can't do that, then you, you should hedge least heart. In heart, and that is the lowest form of Iman. Oh. yeah, that hadith and many other hadith that in the Quran, Allah talks about, yeah, that you enjoy the good and you forbid the evil, yeah, yeah. Now, how do you forbid the evil if you can't, if it's not apparent? That means people's actions will naturally make the evil apparent, you forbid that and you enjoy the good. So, yes, I can judge you and you're apparent, yeah. Now, what you do at home and all of those things, that's different. So yes, there's an element where Allah judges you, but then there's also, in, in Sharia, there is a communal thing. So for example, uh, drinking in public. Yeah, Do you think, oh, only God can judge me, and I can drink, I can do this, and I can do that. Don't work like that. There are punishments when you do things. Now, if a person now, for example, drinks in public, then, you know, uh, the Sharia has a certain specific ruling on that. But, now, if imagine a person's got an alcohol addiction, but at pri- at, in private, at home, he's drinking. Yes, that's between him and Allah. And only Allah can judge on that. Because why? he He's keeping that private in his own private realm The moment you bring this into the public, no Especially with social media, that's what frustrates me People think, oh social media are going to show everything, living their life in such haram ways And they say, oh, God, you can't judge me, uh, haram police and all of these things come out It's not a joke, you're doing things in public, oh yes, you get called out on it Straight, very simple, you bring it to the public, that is Islam It is very clear, it's there, we're forbidding the evil so this whole rubbish only got only judging it's just a lot of rubbish. It's just a way of just committing haram. That's what it is. Very straightforward. Second point. Sorry, that was a rant there to get that done. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, it's meant uh, to be
1: light-hearted, Dad. Yeah. Sorry, I, I,
0: I just had. To, you know, you triggered me, man. You know, we talked about. Nah, <laughs> you know what? You're
1: allowed to have one. Yeah. Last what? one. I was quite. Yeah, you evil, were quite triggered was that one. Right? Um, uh, sorry about the last <laughs> one, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, and the uh, other
0: point, which was you okay. said about judging somebody's dean or assessing them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, I, I really do resonate with your with your predicament which is how do you actually judge somebody uh, or assess them especially when it comes down to marriage about the person's deen or not and you know what i the advice i've given to so many people when they've asked about okay they're looking for prospective spouses and all of those things i've noticed i said don't look for how much knowledge the individual has because people equate knowledge with deen and deen with knowledge sometimes yeah now a person might attend so many classes learn so many things yeah but how much has that knowledge actually Benefited them Because that's the change that it has That impact that it has on them Now that's the, You know A lot of the times I've seen people who You know So it's, it's a crude example But like us donkeys Now imagine now You learn so much knowledge You go to all these classes You learn so much But you're actually not practicing it Because if you practice it Then your adab Your akhlaq Your characteristics Your morals and manners Those would change But if they're not changing Then that means that knowledge Is not benefiting you Mm. And you're just like a donkey Carrying those books of knowledge On your back mm. Where those books Don't benefit the donkey Yeah So that's the example That many times the Wicked came, yeah? i got to use that yeah. i got to put it on my status <laughs> Don't be a donkey yeah. Don't be a donkey With yeah. books at his back So the thing that I would say is If you want to look for Somebody for marriage Look for good character Because mm. Allah The Prophet Talks about it so, so many nice times stuff. He says I've only been sent to perfect character Because you know why If you have good character Yeah Then it goes Beyond Knowledge can be little But knowledge can be learnt Knowledge can always be learnt So as long as the individual From what you can see Observes their salah So from from a man's perspective Observes The woman observes salah And observes hijab And has a good character Yeah. Yeah And try and get assessment of people How is the person's character and that you can tell—are they foul-mouthed? How are they when they're angry? Or you can look at different situations to get the assessment of the individual's character. Yeah, that gives you the biggest judgment because if a person has got good character, yeah, then you will see that this is better for an individual, and and a more, and they, they can grow in their deen I give an example: um, the Prophet sallallahu <laughs> after he received um, the first revelation, yeah. He came back down, obviously, said to Khadija, you know, cover me, cover me. And he was afraid at that time. He didn't know what's happened. You know, maybe you know, uh, you know, Allah's forsaken him. You know, so many things. This is a completely new, wild experience. And Khadija radiallahu anha said so many things. She said, no, you can't be you're good with the people, blah, blah, blah. But what was she talking about? All of those actions were what? To do with character.
1: character yeah. but one of
0: the key things she mentioned, and I always say this. She said, you are good with your family. Now, if we extrapolate what that means, a man or a person, if they are good with their family, that means by default, they will be good with the people outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if you look at really people, what do we do? When we go outside, we put on a mask, a face. Yeah. We present and uh, we present and project a persona we want people to see that is acceptable, that people like, and all of those kind of things. It's just human nature. Yeah. yeah? We show the best of ourselves outside. Yeah. So now, if you're the best really good outside, you've seen people who then come home and they're abusive. They're so, it's really bad, just really yeah. bad at home. But if at home, your character, because remember, at home is when you're chilled. We talked about it before, isn't it? You come home, take your shit, you know, you relax, you're in your lounge, you're, you're just chilled, isn't it's it? It's who, who your, you are. Your real you is when you're yeah. at home. Yeah. Now, if your real you at home is good with your family, then that means you will be definitely good with people outside. Mm. Yeah And it's not necessarily The other way around So these things Are all down to what Character You look at it It's, it's about the good Ahsan al Yeah uh, And that's What it is that So if we so look For we marriage Look for character That's what I say
1: Okay so Am I right in saying What you just mentioned Right now And for the brothers and sisters Listening out there It's very important To have self-reflection Upon where you are, mm. your relationship with your family, if it's not good, and obviously some people have circumstances, right? Yeah, yeah. And reasons mm. for certain things that happens in them. But I think that's a very good lesson that all of us can take from this. Uh, I would, as you're saying, I'm thinking, how is my relationship with my family? Um, I do have a very good relationship with my brother and sister's. Um, not necessarily with external members sometimes. Um, I I see poison, I just put my hands out. Do you mm, get it? Mm. I'm very straightforward. Mm. Um, but I'm very... I'm always trying to educate my family. Always trying to say, like, And my character at home, I'm actually quite an angry person. But in the last couple of years where I'm getting this dawah, I'm learning. I'm actually... Holding myself back From exploding Mm. Um, And I think we've touched on this About family coming around Family not giving space Mm. Family not being able to Understand what you're going through Or anything on those lines Uh, Maybe we'll discuss that In the future anyway But um, I'm just thinking about it If uh, Probably I'll go home tonight And maybe for the audience to really pick this up, because I think it's very important. Mm. Where are we in terms of character? Yeah. So well, no, that's really, really good. Like, um, I, I just wanted to highlight that. I, I, I think it's a gem that's been provided to me and the audience. And we should reflect on it, pick it up and go moving forward. See, hang on. Because I've got a very good relationship with outside people. mm I, I don't have a problem with that. And I'm thinking with my family, actually, I do have a good relationship with my sisters and brothers, with my parents, for sure. But am I doing something wrong? Maybe, you know, I should change something. Yeah, definitely. Because so, yeah. if, if you have
0: the if you have a good character at home, then it's just going to be by default. You're going to have I'm character. an almost so awesome person like, then. Yeah, mashallah. I'm an <laughs> awesome per- Alhamdulillah.
1: No, I'm Alhamdulillah. Jo- I'm joking. Yeah. But yeah,
0: that's the key part that you know, really, as I say, the one key advice for those who aren't married and maybe looking to get married, whether it's a woman looking for a man and vice versa, uh, look for good character. Yeah, a Ooh. person's good character, and I've seen something because you know a good. You know, we talked about it last week. We talked about uh, in-laws and marriage. If a person if a woman's got good character, yeah. yeah, then, you know, there's things that then you see that there's a lower chance of issues with in-laws. Yeah. Yeah and so can you see those things tying with that if a person's got good character then you're talking about even dealings in arguments with one another husband and wife if you look at character it's so important it's so important
1: can i tell you a little story that i come across today and it's not a story actually it's actual fact uh, there was a neighbor uh, i'm not gonna say which side um <laughs> there's a neighbor that they were they're always rude mm. and as m- As much as we tried and tried to, like, see, look, it's for your benefit and we do community changes and stuff like that, they always have an objection. And uh, I spoke to my family and they said, look, historically, they've always been like this, if not worse. Mm -hmm. So you're just getting the, um, the better side of them and it's bad. And there was another neighbor who lives on the other side of the road, right? Mm. Um, on the next road, actually, uh, this guy always, you know, he expects you to salami first, which is uh, not a problem. He's elderly, um, so you do. Res- uh, I, I always salamed him. he's um, always like moody, upset. The character came across really, really bad. But it was uh, as as a person, as a neighbor, you end up, you know, just doing the good thing and salaming, asking how they're doing this and that. I walked past him today. And I said to him, "Oh, Alaikum, what's going on? You okay, yeah? And obviously in Bengali. Mm. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. I said, what's going on over there? He goes, oh, they're just sorting something out in my house. I'm like, oh, okay. Um. And then I just said about, oh, your next door neighbor's empty. is empty. Have they moved out? He goes, yeah, they moved out, blah, 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 etc." Then he's talking about historical stuff. He goes, yeah, I've been in this house since 1974. I was like, wow, that's a long time, man. He goes, yeah, um, my dad had it. Oh, I, I was like, oh, I didn't know you had a." dad i thought you that was your house because now my dad got it back in the 1960 something and we came here in 1974 and then he referenced my neighbor yeah he's just my first cousin (laughs) do you know what i'm getting Mm -hmm. and i just thought he said who and he goes the neighbor with the bad characters Mm -hmm. and this is the guy i've never knew they were related and i always thought he had Some sort of issues, like social issues, Mm. and I'm just thinking, hang on, they're related, they're first cousins. Uh, And talking about characters, that's exactly what it reflects on, right? Mm. Like, hang on, like, this guy's like this and this guy's like that. They're exactly the same. It just shows how important character is.
0: Character is because there's another part of it, you know, as parents, when we raise children, you know, um, you know, mannerisms is adab, yeah? yeah and then the, the akhlaq is something that is a bit more intrinsic, yeah and that's something that is developed and nurtured over time. yeah so with children, they could have bad akhlaq because mm. we've raised them in a certain way, and that's bad. And um, this is something which they need to um, that we should be very mindful of that the way we project ourselves and what we do, children, remember copy that, so they model, they model whatever they see in adults. So they always say, like I said, um, you know, uh, actions speak louder than words. And so children, if they're seeing that you're always doing something in a certain way, then they're gonna copy those kind of things. And that's why it's really important. Now we talk about character. I remember listening to this talk, it's a strange one. Very strange thing, but there's this guy who grew up, used to have a habit, um this must have been years ago, but basically whenever you say his food, after you have his bone for his chicken who chuck it out the window. Yeah? Just eat it and chuck it out the window, eat it and chuck it out the window, yeah. So this is something that was a learned habit from his parents And so then what's happened is now he's got married His wife's walked in and he keeps on doing these things Eventually it lead to, but they, these are small things of a person's character Because they've brought up in this certain way mm. So it's really important, you know, that sometimes you don't realize But when raising children, whatever we're doing, our kids are picking up on it So you've seen that cases where mashallah, the good side If you're always praying, the child then sees and they imitate, you know All of your ruku and sujood and all of those things, mashallah, excellent and there's other times They copy exactly what you say So imagine now You're a child that, or you're, As a parent You always say I don't know Shut up Soon, you're, soon enough Your kid's going to say One time to you Shut up mm. Yeah Because they're learning That behaviour They're learning That characteristic And then you becomes Something ingrained And once you're there That's really hard to change it's really hard to change, you know, so that's why it's really important that we do. So as parents raising children, important that we raise them on good characteristics because Islam is really filled with all of this. It's all about the character of an individual.
1: Okay. Let's get, let's get to this point. Yeah. Um, someone might say, Hey, I now know my character is flawed. Mm-hmm. I now know that I've got issues my upbringing and, you know, the way I am is because of years of build-up. How do you reverse it? How do you change? How do I say, okay, today I'm going to be, from now onwards, I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to, you know, chuck the bones out the window. (laughs) Um, I'm going to, like, I've got a bad habit after I come from football. I go to the bathroom, leave my clothes on the floor expecting my wife not expecting actually it's just I just don't do it I just leave it there and my wife would literally take that clothes put it in the washing machine clean it dry it and put it back into my wardrobe I'm just thinking hang on that's not that's not really nice and like my wife's tried to show me how to operate in a washing machine a couple of times actually um in the most nicest way she goes look you could help me out here I just do it once or twice, and I just stop. Like I'm asking you, how do I change that? How, like that's a bad character.
0: At first, you know, when you tell me this story, I thought it was anecdotal. Then I realised you're actually talking about yourself. Yeah, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, okay, now, right. Yeah, yeah. Now t- yeah. Now, how do I change yeah. that? Like it's a good question. Now, um this is something that I've covered. um Actually, I covered it in one of my courses. Um, plug-in um <laughs> well,
1: involved fathers yeah they
0: involve fathers the three t's of islamic parenting we nice one unit that's all
1: i was talking about that earlier to her brother actually and he was like very intrigued i was actually speaking to one of my sisters and she's like oh my god you need to get your brother-in-law on this because at the end of the day he's involved with the kids but he doesn't know what to do with the kids mm-hmm. so it's quite interesting anyway okay. um, um carry on so
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> with that we we'll talk about habits now there's actually a method and a way of um, changing habits. So you can remove bad habits and you can bring in new good habits. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes commitment. Yeah. And the process, the way it works is it's very simple. It's called a 30-day challenge. Yeah. I called it that, but I don't know. Somebody else might have called it that before. But what it is, is um, you first identify a habit you want to break or you want to introduce new. Yeah. So um, whichever one it is, you identify then what you do is make a meaningful step towards change yeah something that's achievable yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: so um if i just say i'll do the good habit because it's an easy one to give an explanation to and then we can work on a bad habit one so let's just say you don't read quran
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay so how do i get to regularly read quran so you do something very simple and achievable so you turn around and say okay right i'm gonna do at least five <laughs> i'm gonna do at least five minutes of reading quran every day yeah or maybe I read five pages, five sites, for example. Uh-huh. So that's it. So then what you do is you set this and you do it as a 30 day challenge. You've got your calendar out, the 30 days mapped out. And then what you do is um, for those things like that, for Quran is an easy one, just put it in a diary, set a time. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you will definitely be free. It could be before, early in the morning, you wake up, it could be at lunchtime, whenever it is, that five minutes. And then what you do is every day you practice it. So you consciously remember, okay, right, 25 minutes of Quran. And once you do it, tick it off.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Day two, tick it off There's a certain thing in, in the brain That's almost like when you tick something, achieve it And you look back at it It's like, wow, I achieved something And every day you do, and you do, and you do But you have to make the conscious effort That for 30 days I'm going to do this Yeah. And usually what happens by the end of the 30 days is becoming It's become a habit It's become easy for you to do mm. And then what I say is, for example, in the Quran example 30 days happen, continue the habit now then what you do Is increase it now Because you're going to see 5 minutes phew, It's nothing Let's make it 10 now Yeah i read for 10 minutes Yeah Next 30 days you do that and Then afterwards You're going to realise 10 minutes just flies by Then you build 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 Next thing you know, doing do 30-40 minutes You do about 30-40 minutes Depends on your pace of reading That's a juz A day
1: Alhamdulillah
0: That's a 30 juz Whole Quran One month Next thing you know 12 months in a year Boom I've done 12 khatam of Quran yeah, So you see like that, that's how you build up on it But it's a 30 day challenge where you have to consciously do it every day But you have to do it, it needs to be small and achievable Now imagine now from the beginning you say I'm going to do 30, 40 minutes It's going to be hard because it's gone from 0 to 40 minutes So why did I say? Incremental 5 minutes Similarly on the bad habits If there's a specific bad habit you want to kick yeah, Then you, you can slowly, slowly wind yourself down So you're conscious, for example, I don't know You use swear words example so you can going to say, okay, fine, it's going to be so hard. I don't know somebody words okay, I'm going to, I don't know, um, maybe pick one, for example. I'm not going to I'm going to consciously, consciously remember not to use that. Or maybe replace that with another word. It could be smoking. It could be whatever other bad habits you may have. But you consciously remember, okay, every day I'm going to go and put it away. And you do it for 30 days, for 30 days. And you can see, the once you've done it to about 30 days, it's just become a habit. Because what is happy? Happy is when you do something routinely enough that it becomes second nature. And that's how you can do it so for example chucking the clothes in the in, in the bathroom yeah every day you come in conscious like okay right i'm gonna put it i don't know what if you're gonna, do, you're gonna,
1: gonna put it in a basket into the floor example a step up yeah you can't go in the basket because that's where my dry clothes is
0: okay right there must be a basket i don't know if you've got a basket for uh, you know dirty
1: clothes or whatever i don't know work clothes you need yeah, to go in the washing machine yeah. so
0: okay then fine so this one's in the case every day i come home i take it off put it in the washing machine remember every day do it every mm. day do it every day do it and every day you do it take it off and have it visual because when you visualize something, you're actually sensing an element of achievement that's going by. Once you get to 30 days, you're gonna see generally 90% of the time, it's just becoming so easy for you now. So now it's just habit. Oomph, oomph. What
1: the so, thing is, like it's all good saying that, yeah, but even like ticking things off, it's just a habit or or a skill that I don't have. What do I do then? What do you mean? Th- that's why I said you do that then. So you print
0: off it put it Mm -hmm. in your put it on wherever the place that you would normally chuck your clothes for example Mm -hmm. doing the bathroom door i don't know bathroom or wherever is closest yeah so then you can so it acts as a trigger the reminder for you but then that's it that's what you have to do you have to say okay come in okay close up you see okay fine. put it in stick it off done it today and done it the second day and that's what happened you just need to do that but make it achievable if it's achievable it's easy to do
1: okay is this something that a husband and wife can do together yeah I think that that's more better, yeah. no?
0: Yeah, if you want, okay, yeah, it's not problem. If you want something achievable, no, I'm just trying yeah. to
1: make it easy, not just for myself, for people listening out there. Yeah, you can. They're do thinking, that. hang on, it's all fun and games, doing, it's it's all easy, just talking about it. Um, some, I'll like, give
0: you an example. Yeah, I, I I was someone. People for some reason find it hard to believe, but I'm not, I was never a reader.
1: Yeah. No way. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. There that. you go. You,
0: it goes at that, innit? Uh,
1: no way. Yeah. Uh, you've so, always been, seemed like a nerd to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I'm joking. Anyway. So basically, I. Book okay, nerd, yeah. that's it. So, Not a you normal know, nerd.
0: All I did was, when, even when I was at school and college and stuff like that, I only read for the sake of reading for the class that I needed to get it done for. Yeah? Oh, yeah, I didn't even do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just copied the guy next to you, yeah. or he did it for you. Yeah? I don't want to go there <laughs> in case there's. Uh, you get done for a lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then. <laughs> so what we did is uh, that's all i did you know what happened was i used to like getting books though i've got to the bookshop oh that's a nice book i'll buy it but I never i think i'll read it one day but never got to so i did have a library of sorts now i would have never thought that yeah.
1: because like your kids yeah. mashallah like from what i've seen and even yourself like you're always talking about books and
0: yeah, yeah i am coming to that point yeah, exactly so then what's happened is all of these times happened where this has gone by uh, and uh, in the years going by I only read like Because I was asked Oh can you deliver something like a, like a class or a thing On this specific topic So okay I had to now read the book To cover it To yeah. get the notes and stuff So it's like Forceful kind of thing So it wasn't something That was thing And something I've always Wanted to do But never got around to it And interesting enough It was actually when I uh, um, You know Like I said My moment of awakening Came a lot during the cancer period You know And and, and that's a separate topic We can discuss But it's a bit somber So it's not very light hearted um, mm. But at that time after I've finished my chemo in Africa, so I was like, okay, right, I really want to focus on my own self and development. And I highlighted areas of things I want to do. One of them was reading. <coughs> so <coughs> so what I did without knowing that some this process exists was exactly what I've told you to do. So what I did was I thought, okay, right, I want to pick, read books. But there's so many books I want to read, especially Islamic books. But some of them are quite dry, aren't they? Mm. <coughs> so let me just get a bit of water. Go on so some of them are a bit dry and it's quite hard and you know because it's quite you know dense books so I focus on okay right what's going to be interesting and I looked around there's so many books I heard of so one of them was for example 1984 um, by um, George Orwell yeah now know it's, it's referenced so many times it's a novel and it's one of those things I thought <clears throat> okay let me read it because I keep hearing reference about an, you know we're in an Orwellian state and all about 1984 and this book was written years before, I think, in the 50s, somewhere or something like that, um, by George Orwell. Now, and it's predicting a future that will exist, and it's where it's like a police state, effectively, and a lot of his stark similarities to today. It's amazing. Um, so I got that, and I thought, okay, let, let me start with that one. Yeah, it's a novel with something maybe a bit more interesting. So I started reading, and I remember I never used to read. So what I did the same thing was every day I made sure that I read. So I started off, okay, a few pages, I'm reading. And I kept them going and they're going and every day but i made sure every day i read achievable but guess what i did even within the 30 days i was reading more than that because as i was reading i'm like oh this is so interesting And now reading the next page reading the next page yeah and i never ever felt that a book could ever give me like oh my god moment oh. you know like imagine you're watching a film and suddenly like there's like a plot twist and you're like oh my days i didn't see that one coming Or well. you're like wow that's so cool but I never thought book could do that to you.
1: No way. And I was
0: reading George Orwell, and those who have read it would know a scene, where basically suddenly I was like,
1: oh, I didn't see
0: that one coming. I didn't realize that, the, you know, um, the picture on the wall was the, the, the screen that was basically recording them. I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. And But the thing was, it's just showing that I actually really got into the book. And next thing I know that after the 30 days, reading is just like easy. And what I actually did was I took inspiration from uh, Dr. Asim Qureshi. Because he had this thing out where he's going to read 100 books yeah, in a year. And he did 100 books in 90 days, man. I mean, sorry, in nine months. 100 books in nine months. He yeah, smashed it. So I got inspiration. I thought, let me try it. I thought, okay. So I set myself a target. So okay, all right. What I'm going to do, I'm going to read 50 books in a year. What, what does that work out to be? About a book a week, isn't it? 52 uh, weeks in a year, uh. yeah? So then I said, I started with 84. I went for, went for. It took the longest, but it's, a, it's a quite a meaty book, Yeah. But then I went through, went through, and then the thirty days went past, and it's a happy. I'm just reading every day. Every time I'm free, I'm picking up, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading, reading. And once I completed it, you know, just to sit back at paper and look at it, wow, I actually read that, yeah. And then I was thinking, but the thing was, is as I read past the thirty days, it became habitual for me. And then as I read, I looked at it and I thought, whoa, oh, man, what have I doing my whole life? There's so much to read. And I'm just—I was just really enjoying. And then I went for the next book, and then the next book, and then the next book. And then I started varying it. So there were some novels. I was looking at dystopian novels mainly at first. Then I moved on to, for example, history, biographies, Islamic studies books, and and I and I rotated it around. I did a lot of self-help books.
1: I want to do this. Yeah?
0: But when I did that, it was just amazing. Now my house is full of books. Just and I love buying books. Yeah. And the books Ooh. is like and because I read constantly, guess what happened? The kids, kids. They all they all love reading. Subhanallah. Yeah. And then that bug me to the point where I don't have space for any more books. And I'm thinking oh, I can't afford any more books, man. This is getting too expensive because as they get bigger, they want the bigger books see? Like, oh, this is like Costing you. so then it's like, all right, I go do some boring from the library, and then COVID came and the libraries were closed. It mashed me up a lot. Um, but now they're open again. Um, but the kids love reading, you know. So and that's what it was. It's, it's a habit that you build. To the extent my youngest, when he was a lot younger, when he was probably like two Eighteen months, maybe your son's age. Yeah, he would. He saw everybody used to read, so then he found a book on the thing. I remember this beautiful scene. He opens a book, and he goes, blah, 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 blah. next page, <laughs> he just does that. and He closes it because he saw the action within the household was that everybody picks this thing up and they do something. You <laughs> know, so he just basically imitated that, and it becomes a lot happier. And so they all read, and it increases in the literacy, just being more creative, and all of those kind of things. But that was something I used this method with, which is basically, I did something achievable. I said, can I read at least a page, at least two or five pages a day? And then I built on, built on, built on that. And alhamdulillah, I managed to complete the 50 books within one year. And that was a massive achievement. I was like, 50 different books. And I look back and I felt alhamdulillah, it was, a, it was a really great achievement. And so, you know, it's those kind of things that you can really make change in. Similar things you could do with everything, everything. So I'm just giving an example, like, you know, of book reading. So you can see from the person who actually didn't, and that's why when I hear people, I don't read. Really re-, trust me, you can get into reading. Follow this method. Just pick a book, and as I always say, when you start off, do with something that you really find interesting. I can recommend some novels because sometimes they're they're really good to engage. And I focus on dystopian novels because they were quite relative to today's society, looking at how you know you know the authoritarian kind of state exists. Um, the, and, you know, looking at, so, so it was a bit political for me in that sense as well. That was my interest, but your interest could be something different. And some of them are good. You know, my kids do love a bit of a crime novels, you know, and it's really good because you know, it entices them into reading. That's I, exactly
1: I actually feel embarrassed. Sitting here, I'm feeling embarrassed. I'm not going to lie. Why is that? I'm just thinking, hang on, um, as much as I would like to think I want to be a good role model for my son and my nephews and nieces, um... I'm not actually giving them anything. I'm uh, thinking about it. I, other than, I don't know, SubhanAllah, like, I don't think if I was to sit back and think, hang on, am I li- giving anything to my nephews and nieces or to my son? Or am I teaching them a life skill? Anything. I'm not. And I think for myself and the audience, what you just said was amazing because. Look how your kids picked up a thing that you did from... Obviously, you picked it up somewhere else, but unintentionally, you saw that your kids started following you. And Subhanallah, like, from, from, for however, however long I've known you, only recently more uh, got close to you, but I've always known you to be a bookworm. Does that make sense? So, like, you know, you passed it on to your kids. Your kids, like... By the time they're at a certain age, English literacy or reading or anything won't be a problem. For me, reading was always a problem. Never got into it. Like, I have a very short attention span. Mm. You know, it could be a little noise coming from outside. I will get distracted. And like I think about what's happening over there. I just can't get into it. That's you what know. I said.
0: Make it achievable. Just do it. Just make a goal that, look, I'm going to read... A page a day Even I'm if you make it as Small as that A page a
1: day I'm so glad you said this man Honestly Like you don't understand Like I, I want to be the best father I can be For my son And You know people around me mm. And then The fact that If my son can see me Reading books uh And, and you know My wife is a bookworm right. But since she got married It's like I don't have an interest mm. So she doesn't have it. Like It's not something that She's carried on doing mm. Because of the fact that uh, you know, I don't watch TV. Like, I'm, I'm actually... I don't know what I do at home. <laughs> to get it? Like, Just, you know, I have conversations with her. <coughs> I'm on my phone. I don't even play games. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I actually do at home? Just thinking, like, I don't... Like, practically, like, I, I'm so exhausted throughout the, throughout the whole day. By the time I'm, I'm, I'm in bed or going to sleep or, like, winding down, I'm not actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like... People want to watch a movie. People want to, you know, read books or um, have something in common. But I don't. I mm-hmm. mean, well for people like me and the audience out there, for the especially their brothers, you know, uh, it's something that we might need to take a lead on.
0: No, definitely. I think you know, just just on the books, the example is. and a lot of people want to read. They can't. Trust me, it's achievable. You know, I did it. I, want, I was someone like you in that position. And that's something quite, you know, big. And you could do anything. There's so many other things that we, I'm telling you can re- relate on. I don't want to really disclose some of my other stuff, but you know, you can really build on. You can really build on. You just pick the habit, make it achievable. Something small and incremental increases, but make it consistent. And that's why if you look at it, what, is it, what does it say that Allah loves the deed that is consistent, even if it's small? Mm. and that's the focus is what consistency that's what we need like, if you look at alhamdulillah you know i've got over like 500 i did an audio. at home i got over at like 500 books i had to stop because i can't get any more books basically yeah um because no space doesn't permit it um so i'm having to like kind of borrow books um but you know from those books like like especially my older two yeah they've already read all of them so you have to they're like my daughter for example she's 12 so you can say she's read over 500 books already
1: alhamdulillah yeah?
0: and in in that in, in the space of her life that's there now, there's only more and more that will grow. And the only book I've image.
1: completed at that age was Not Now Bernard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have no idea
1: that Just was. <laughs> literally, Not Now Bernard, and that's about it.
0: You don't remember the Biff, Chip and Kipper books?
1: Oh, what? What's that? <laughs> Allah, I don't know what you you're know
0: talking about. about. I thought all schools
1: had that, man. Biff nah, Chip and Kipper. listen, man. You don't know about my upbringing. I don't know about my upbringing, man. Yeah, so,
0: you know, and that's I said. I, I feel like, you know, we can really do that. And you mentioned about, you know, dads and we were taking the lead. But it, it is really important that your actions have, a, have an impact on your children. So, you know, when people say, you want you know, I want my kids to uh, pray Salah and Quran and all those kind of things. The first thing I always say is make sure you're doing it yourself. You, mm. you do it yourself. Because why? If you're doing it, your children will see you. And that's the biggest lesson they can learn. Because, No matter how much you tell them, pray. no, like for example, you imagine you got a parent sitting and saying, "Oh, don't smoke," and you and you smoke it. Uh, How uh. much is gonna resonate? But you smoke, you know. So there's a hypocrisy they see in that. Kids are very pure in that. They see it. They see you doing it. They will copy you. They will imitate you, and they want to do those things. So that's why it's really important. Whatever actions you want in your children, build those. Okay. Develop yourself, you will develop your children.
1: Okay, so that is something we will say. Something good That we can Possibly pick up What about The other side What the bad The bad side The habits that you have That you want to get rid of
0: Same approach Same approach You identify What is the bad habit mm. And look at What is a Achievable change You can make Even if it's incremental Like I said Look at it as incremental Like So uh, Just say It's smoking Yeah I don't know You smoke I don't know What people smoke anyway Just 10 cigarettes a day Or something I don't know Um mm-hmm. Do something that that's achievable for you Cut down is it one cigarette a day for example Cut down whatever it may be There's different methods like that You know if you've got a bad habit Find what it is And what is an incremental change That you can make in that In the positive way It's hard for me to think about right now Like what it could be But even if it was about swearing If it was about a certain habit Like it's a clothes and whatnot Just focus on the what is a an achievable change That you can do it's Nothing something too hard-fetching mm-hmm. Because you okay. know what, what was difficult When people drown Yeah They drown why? They jump in the deep end Mm. They go from zero to 100 miles an hour Yeah. So imagine somebody who never prayed salah Alhamdulillah you know, they've, they've been reawakened now They've come back to the deen And they go straight full on from zero praying To every single salah and tahajjud every night I've seen too many cases people burn out Because yeah. you've gone from something that hasn't it's not, it's not normal for your habit And it's hard to sustain But do something that is that is sustainable Obviously the 5 daily Is something that's compulsory But imagine like For example You want to do tahajjud And other things You know Same kind of things You you make it something Where it's achievable for you At a certain point And then you build And then you build You know All of these kind of things So same thing with bad habits And good habits You add And with bad habits You remove The okay. same approach 30 days but be religious with it literally like and i always say put it out on a calendar so you can see it because there's a sense of achievement when you see that you've ticked off the 30 days and then okay. you're able to continue it same approach applies and remember i did this whole book reading thing without knowing this this system exists um then after i realized so oh, what is what
1: the wife's involvement in this how do you bring her in
0: so whatever it may be so imagine now um i don't know it's about uh, I don't know Some bad habit You want to remove You, then you just tell her Tell her that this is What I'm actually going to do So sometimes I might need reminding So she can act as a reminder Sometimes you realize Hang on a minute Both of you have got this bad habit mm. Alright let, let's do it together Let's do this challenge together And when you do it together you can celebrate Alhamdulillah we've done it mm. And once you've got it You realize Once you've done it It changes It changes It changes your character Yeah. So you can you can do it But it's that's what I said It's hard Without, I'm not saying it's easy Especially when it comes into a person's character It's hard But it's doable It takes effort It takes willingness It takes commitment Yeah But the key part of it is Is when you are committed to do it Just make it small Don't And I keep on saying it Make it small Make it achievable Because if you're going from zero to a hundred You're going to fail You're not okay. going to make it consistent And that's why I said focus on that point Where What is it Allah mentioned What did you say Allah loves the deed that is Consistent, Ooh. even if it's small. So make it consistent. At least you've made a change in the right direction. So, like I said, identify what the bad deed is, or bad habit is, or identify the good habit you want to build. A small, achievable increment in the plus or the minus way, and then you just do it for thirty days, and you can see by thirty days. It doesn't mean after thirty days you stop. What I'm saying is, by you come to thirty days, you're gonna realize it's easy. It's Ooh. now it's na- natural for me. So you continue it, and where possible, add on it to build, or like to take away if it's a bad habit.
1: Okay, okay, that's um, very helpful for me, for sure. I don't have any of these habits. So um, I'm actually going to go home and I should say to my wife, you know what, I've learned something new today. Maybe something that we could do together. Uh, I've, I've noticed, alhamdulillah, like, um, there is a lot of things that I want in a wife that my wife has and I just don't think there's a lot of things that my wife wants in her husband, that habits-wise, that I have. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm subconsciously aware of these kind of things now. So it
0: might be useful just to have a frank conversation and say, what is it? What would be your ideal husband, even though you're married? Like, mm-hmm. what are the things you would love to see within me? We've
1: had these conversations. Do you get it? Um, I'm just thinking, maybe. She didn't have that much of an expectation mm. uh, when we got married, if that makes sense. She kept the bar low. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you back for that. You, you set yourself up for that. I just one. <laughs> you, I'm preventing myself from swearing. One one star there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. I just genuinely think like there was certain criteria that she needed, um, and uh, Alhamdulillah fulfilled that. But there was, um, like, I, I've just noticed that day by day, it's what I like that she would like to do. Mm-hmm. Rather, when I married her, she was a bookworm. Um, she was, you know, she would Don't like go. to watch this and that, etc. She's a and bookworm,
0: that's good, man. Get her back into book reading and she can help you uh, grow yeah. in that as well. But I'm telling you, there's there's so much you can do together. Yes, yeah. without a doubt. And I think that's, that's what you need, that a husband and a wife, they should help better each other. And you should be on a journey of growth together. Um, And not just, like I said, we just just stay together. Because now you've got a companion. Yeah. You know, this is obviously a companion that knows your intimate self. And set those kind of targets uh, and work it together.
1: Okay, so, for the audience out there, and, you know, uh, picking up good things and characters, um, there is a, A little, how do I put it, without um, going crazy on people There's a thing out there Where people say, Prophet Wasallam used to help Aisha (laughs) radiallahu anhu With this, 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 this In the house, yeah? In the house Uh uh And it's, for me, it feels like it's gone out of proportion now Even the brothers are starting to get to a stage where mm, mm. oh yeah um, they do X, Y and Z to a point where the wife doesn't do it anymore it's become their duty mm. and I don't want to cause any issues out here yeah I want to hear your point of view on yeah, this you like
0: being at the <laughs> hot topics don't you <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro last one yeah I want to be uh, not so light hearted yeah sure but though. yeah let me put this question on yeah. to you <laughs>
0: basically um the approach I've always said is I talk about this as well, and and it is from the sunnah to help out in the house, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's the sunnah of what imitating the Prophet <laughs> sallallahu wasallam. It's not the sunnah of like an ibadah kind of action, yeah, but rather imitation of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So Sheikh Uthaymin actually gave a statement regarding this bit where he said even to make your own cup of tea is from the sunnah of imitating the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, which means what the Prophet sallam <laughs> at times. Would also help out in the house, yeah. So, meaning that is also from the sunnah, and at times it can also help your relationship, because why? If there's always an expectancy that the wife will every single time make your tea, now imagine she's not feeling well. You still expect her to make the tea, but you know at times when you can say, "Oh, it's alright, children, don't worry, I'll make the tea," yeah. It doesn't hasn't fully replaced it, but it's where you've come together. And come to a balanced thing now that's why i say that it's, it's important that you do try and play a role within the home now i've said this example is it's clear my wife has a certain role and f- she fulfills within the family yeah which is she looks after the home and the children and all of those things yeah i have a certain role which is also within within the family and outside as well and we have our roles now what that means is just because we've got our roles doesn't mean we can't kind of Support and help one another where needed And that's what the Prophet used to do salam, salam. Now, what that means is An example is, I'm going to come and say Okay, it's only my wife's duty to clean the house It's only my wife's duty to do this and that Now I'll give an example um, Okay, especially before Because I work a bit different now So before when I used to work for someone else mm-hmm. And I actually had like a 9 to 5 kind of uh, role So, okay, I come home now Yeah, so I might come home and uh it's bedtime, for example, supposed to be for the kids. But I'll come home now, and the kids aren't ready for bed yet. But my wife's, I don't know, um, feeding the kids or something, or she's doing something else here. Yeah? So I'll come home saying, okay, fine. I'm not saying you said you. I say, okay, come on, kid, let's go upstairs. Let's get you ready for bed. Get them ready for bed. Get them in, no problem. Or I'll come home, and I see that she's getting the kids, I don't know, ready for bed, but the house is a mess. No problem, I'll come home, I'll get the hoover out. I do the hoover. You know, I tidy up and whatever it is. Now, has that now taken away anything in terms of the responsibility, meaning that my wife would normally, she normally does it, but I would, if I come home, I'm going to turn and say, Oh, that's her job, she hasn't done it. I can come home and see why she's, she's she's cut out. If the hoover's not been done, mm-hmm. that means it must have been quite a tough day. It's quite straightforward, because otherwise she's normally on top of it, for example, and she's doing her thing. But so I'll, I'll come in and I'll do my bits. So I'll hoover. If I need to do something, I'll, I'll clean, I'll, I'll feed them, I'll bathe them, I'll whatever it is with the house, I'll do. Yeah? Does so, your
1: mum have an issue with that?
0: No. Because you know why, as a young kid, I always used to do all of those things. I remember my mum used to make a point of it. She goes, "You know, he's going to make a good husband because he, you know, he he, he knows how to hoover, <laughs> he knows how to do this. You know, this is a point she used to make." So I never but, used to hoover.
1: Yeah, I've always started to like hoovering. Like I find it therapeutic. Yeah, uh, not many two, not too many years ago, uh, but when I do it now, I get the odd jokes from my family.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, and and I, and I and I will say this is actually ign- to ignore certain things. Now I'll give an example here. Yeah? Um, there was one time we were staying over at a family's house and uh, and whatnot. Yeah, now uh, there's other like family that's there, and uh, I remember early in the morning got up. I'm <laughs> there's a difference between my wife, for example, I can knock out easily. Yeah, she takes a while to sleep, but she can sleeping if, if those days you want to sleep and she can sleep in but i can't i just i'm just awake basically and i can't sleep in so there was one time we were staying over or whatever and then what happened was i got up in the morning she's asleep i thought I let her sleep it's fine man came downstairs you know the family's house get the kids breakfast got them changed what if i'm doing my bits what's it and then i'm hearing this snide comments they're like oh look at her man she's sleeping Oh, look at her husband's having to do everything, so they're doing it like you know, you know, especially the women are saying, Yeah, oh, and yeah, that's not someone. No, I turned around, I just said, What are you talking about? I said, Uh, then I that's when I dropped the line. I said, Did the process I'm not used to help out in the house? He did. Does that mean every day I do it? No, I'm not doing it every day, but this is me playing a role within the house because what is a marriage is together, family is together, so you need to be helping out one helping one another when needed. I thought she's tired, man, she needs to sleep, let her rest every day, she does it. What's the big deal if I do it for a day? And then I switched on them. I said, you're only saying it because your husband don't do it. If you did it, you'd love it. Mm. Yeah. So then that's it. Silence. Total silence. On that.
1: Yeah. So this goes, goes back to my, my rant about the son not speaking out. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I exactly see. what yeah, you yeah, just yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I see your point. Yeah. Do you get it? So this, And the, that just, just solved the problem, point. bruv. And that's my key point. And I think it, it
0: comes down to, which is when it comes down to the family kind of things, I say you should help out and look yes play your role do that because what happened it would only help your wife because she'll say she'll feel that wow you did something without me having to ask you to do it it will only increase the love between you two mm. yeah it doesn't mean you're completely taking over the role and just doing it so where possible you do your things yeah now no you know as those who know like the, the kitchen is my wife's domain yeah and um I'm, I'm not the guy who cooks at all yeah um any times i've achieved, attempted to she'll just hover behind me like what are you doing Right. Like, it's all right don't worry <laughs> she's like she's she's one of those things that she you know to make sure everything's done properly and whatnot so barring that you know anything else within the house um you know i'll do it's not a problem i haven't got a problem with it but it doesn't mean okay it's my responsibility every day you know like i said wake up in the morning some days and I, and I gave an example before which was uh this is how i approach things like um Okay I'm not really going to this. The, my whole cancer story But when I was having For example my chemotherapy At that point I was at the weakest And those who have Gone through cancer or, or had family members And gone through chemo Will know that You know you just You just can't get out of bed It's really bad And at that point My wife was pregnant With my sixth child And she's You know And those mothers will know You know once you've gone through Multiple pregnancies It's hard It wears down And her legs always get swollen And she's got varicose veins And it's just It's bad Now every morning When I see her I look at And I think I used to feel like oh, she's worse than me, even though I was really, really bad. I'm telling you, you just unless you know, somebody knows that how it feels, so every morning I would say that's fine. She can stay, and and so that towards the, towards the latter stage of my pregnancy was the latter stage of my pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, pregnancy. So her pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I to say my chemo. So my latter stage of chemo coincided with the latter stages of pregnancy. Um, and what happened was at those stages, I felt she was worse than me. So every morning I'll get up, no problem. I took the kids to school, even though I really wanted to rest and sleep. But that's me because that's out of love That I felt that this is something she needs a rest She needs to be, you know, know, because it's too hard for her I did those things But it doesn't mean that I've taken away from her responsibility And all of those things And that's the key part I boiled down to Which is, yes, the Prophet used to help And yes, it's from the Sunnah in Imitating the Prophet But like I said, did he do it every single day? He didn't He did it where and where possible Where things weren't done He will do things and so forth That's what I mean You come together I hate this thing of like you know you see in Western kind of oh today's your night to feed the baby. Yeah, this is so artificial and causes marriage breakdown. Rather, it should be the case of you do it naturally.
1: Yeah, I I have come across that where oh yeah, your turn, and I said if it's my turn, I'm not going to do it, and I'm going to stop doing it. And it wasn't the best approach, but I just put my foot down and just said. Um, If it's my turn If it's a thing where It's your turn My turn Whatever I'm just going to stop doing it Mm. And that's it You're going to have to do it But that that was was just the one occasion And I just I didn't get a reaction Mm. From You know And I just thought Alhamdulillah That was so unfair of me We broke that circle of um, Like your turn My turn does it make sense Because I've experienced it before Mm. Do you get it? I've learned from that mistake. And I said, I'm not going to make this mistake again. Um, and then, alhamdulillah, like um, like now, I, I know, like, like like you're saying, I I know when my wife needs support. I could tell when she's exhausted, when my son is a handful. Because mm. I can see her frustration towards him. And I just jump in. Sometimes I just say, look easy easy calm down yeah and I, it just has to be done to get it yeah i said look your anxiety your frustration it really you know goes to him doesn't make sense he feels it so i, I get what you're saying like jumping in as a when it's required and maybe sometimes you know treats and stuff like that well you know you're doing a bit more than the average but sister shouldn't expect it as a norm that's what we're saying, right? I yeah,
0: say make it a no, make it something that's as a normal practice for you. Your normal which practice, is that yeah. You'll jump in without her having to ask, because that's the key thing. Women love it if you don't, they don't ask you to do something, you do it. Mm. That's the best one. But what does that denote? Do you know? That means that their expectation wasn't there. That's the key part. Mm. So that means that she knows that my role is, and I'll, I'll take care of these are my these are my tasks. Usually, I do. But suddenly you helped her Oh you made my life so much easier You're going to see You're she just going to be happy mm. And that's the key part of You're only strengthening the love Within the family And the love between husband and wife Being strong Has a massive impact on the children
1: Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So many good lessons to take From yeah, this session man
0: Today has been really really uh, No there's so
1: many gems And so many things I personally learned I don't actually I feel ashamed to be on this <laughs> Co-hosting with you Thinking hang on mate I should be on the audience side Learning But Alhamdulillah man Allah has blessed me to be in this position Where I can ask you questions Where you know I'm learning this stuff And I'm going to practice inshallah Maybe in, in the next episode We can say how many books have I read Or have I picked that up Because that's something that definitely um, You can check in with me And I can something that I can discuss with my wife yes, There's so many good lessons about um, about getting involved with the household stuff. Um, alhamdulillah, like today, um, <laughs> you just chucked gems out there, bro. Man, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah
0: now, and like I said, uh, you know. character,
1: everything is just so um, beneficial. And I, I really hope that everyone watching out there today really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, I, I don't think you know, Allah blessed us with a brother like Brother Nuri. Um, <laughs> chucking all these gems, and like we could really, really um, appreciate this this stuff that you're sending, it's telling us, man. And if you have any other questions, guys, do drop in the comment section. We read, we read the comment sections, we can bring it into our next episodes. Um, possibly, you know, you could ask one of us directly. I don't know what you'll ask me, but you can ask one of us any questions that you like to answer to. Or you wanna you wanna direct it to the expert and get some no, sort no, of I don't, I don't like expert words. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just chucking yeah. that as a joke. <laughs> but yeah, look for us to discuss um but Alhamdulillah. Um, thank you so much. No,
0: no. Like I said, it's not just the thing. Uh, you know, there's many things that you can also you contribute and you give. So don't throw everything onto me. I feel like yeah. I'm the
1: audience asking <laughs> you the question. which you, is good.
0: You're, you're the audience rep here. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, the audience representative. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like that. I like that.
0: Alhamdulillah. Now, it's been a really good show, and uh, like I always say, here's my plug-in time. Uh, please do subscribe hit the bell as a notification bell so you can stay up to date with the latest videos and that come out uh, in this podcast also do like share and also like i said comment and don't forget please do subscribe to our patreon Um, there you can get the complete video unedited uh, it's the only place you'll be able to see otherwise only clips are available on youtube
1: i didn't even know that or i didn't know that or i wasn't paying attention one of them Thank you for <laughs> thank you for watching, guys. Until next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Wa alaikum assalamu rahmat.